Hello, everyone, and welcome to our favorite episode of the Reinsurance Podcast each month, the News Roundup. I'm your co-host, Jared Lee. And I'm Ben Rays. And the reason it's our favorite, as I will vulnerably reveal, uh, is because when I was a child, I used to put on my dad's glasses and pretend to read the news. So I've been waiting for this opportunity my whole life. Oh, we should have a jingle in a different studio just for News Roundup. We should. Unfortunately, I've been blessed with 2020 vision, and so I don't need glasses. So <laughs> it will always be a ruse, and I don't know why I had the impression that newsreaders had to wear glasses, but yeah, the nerd. <laughs> <laughs> My eight-year-old self, what was he thinking? What an idiot. <laughs> but anyway, on to the news. On to the news. Um, July, obviously, we got renewals and stuff. We'll do, we'll do a full session on that. Um, but a super busy month. Uh, we talked previously around the sort of capacity crunch that you're sort of seeing in Florida and the difficulty the insurers there are having to get capacity and the subsequent pulling out of Florida by a number of carriers. Citizens being the largest, most established mm-hmm. carrier there has now secured a billion dollars, possibly more from Berkshire. So it's a, a strong indication that at least Berkshire is going to come in and load it with capacity. But that state is having a difficult time. The insurance market there is tough. So Berkshire coming in and doing a billion and, and maybe more is, is a really good indicator. It bring, brings to mind one of Buffett's favorite sayings, you know, be hungry where others are fearful and it, fearful where others are hungry. It completely aligns with that mantra and that mentality, right? Yeah. Like, well, these people, people are all leaving. Might as well pour <laughs> in. Um, yeah, so, so that was one of the big ones out of Florida. Um, as we start to get indications of what the renewal season looked like, U.S. property cat rates about 50% up, which that's a lot. But I, I think it's encouraging for the reinsurance world where, mm. you know, over the past few months, there's been a lot of commentary to say, you know, we've had a partial correction. Yes, yeah. we've had, you know, huge hardening of the market I, over the prior 1-1 and 1-6-1-7 real seasons. I, but it was not enough, you know, to make up for a decade of, you know, ever softening market conditions where terms and, and rates collectively have, you know, been twisted out of all shape just due to an overabundance of capacity so i think from a a reinsurer's point of view it's a journey not Mm -hmm. something that was corrected at the last renewals and uh, there's still some hardening to go yeah yeah well and every time we see the the market harden you always get a sort of influx of new capacity and we've never we've not seen like the class of 2022 or 2023 in that same way um but we are seeing seeing people leverage the sort of lloyd syndicate in a box sort of structure Yes, some exciting news to coincide with the rather toasty conditions around the world recently. Mm. We've seen temperature records uh, neared in many places, if not beaten, including in in Europe and in the US, uh, as people are grateful for having air conditioning if they do and and slightly panicked if they don't, Mm. Uh, except in the UK where it's been very, very mild and has given us the the temperate conditions under which, thanks to the Lloyds Syndicate in a box scheme, to set up new initiatives such as the Wildfire Defence Syndicate 1996, which has been given approval to start writing, I think, from this month, yeah. a wildfire business as a part of the Polo Managing Agency. Yeah. And so that's exciting to see, you know, a direct response to a a known sort of secondary peril that was creeping into a lot of other. Yep. programs and upsetting reinsurers and, and so on when they're like, you know, hang on, I've, I've, I've signed up to protect you against hurricanes and I'm getting burned on, quite literally, yeah. on, on wildfire coverage. It's, it's yeah. good to see some dedicated capacity emerge Yeah, I think to support that in, in California in this case. But yeah, as we know, Canada, massive issues at the moment. Europe have yeah. more issues. Uh, Australia, again, wildfire, I think, is going to be a huge theme for years to come yeah when we talk about program structures a little bit and i think dedicated capacity makes a ton of sense when you're going 
your rates are going up because now we're exposed to earthquakes and hurricanes and we're getting a bunch of wildfire exposure here like at least you're able to carve some of those things out and say let's not impact the traditional book let's just make sure we cover reinsurance elsewhere i think those things will will partner very nicely um to sort of help improve the rate conditions in the states climate change is not news but insurers doing something about it is <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um but for those who are like tracking and listening to what's going on in the in the market the big news story of july has been all around um vestu indeed this uh unicorn startup out of israel who's sort of helping sort of third-party capital deploy against uh casualty business and other long tail lines and it's come out that some of the capital that they've secured for risk programs may not, in fact, be there. Um, and there's a bunch of discovery that's sort of happening in this space. A bunch of their executive team has resigned. And, and the, the sort of narrative there was um, they're going to do this review. They're going to have this investigation. They're going to figure out what's going on and what happened. But the fact there's a bunch of senior leadership exits before the conclusion of the audit was, I think, the phrasing that they put it is making a lot of people quite stressed out and panicked, I think. Yeah, I think it's a it's a balanced panic in some ways in the sense that it's just so unusual for anything like this to happen yeah. in the industry that it's making people ask a lot of questions and it's rightly at the top of the news agendas. But, but equally, I think in most cases, Vestu was a, a small enough part of any given yeah. you know, player's coverage uh, that they are not put in a position of great difficulty. Yes, I think we've we've had a few clients, Clear Blue and, and some others, step forward and say, yes, we've got a bit of exposure to this, but actually we've got plenty of resources to go and fill the gaps yeah. where they've emerged. And even if we can't, we're okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, it doesn't feel like this is, you know, life and death for anybody in the market, but it's yeah. certainly shocking from a trust, from a reputation standpoint that, you know, something as, as fundamental as the, the letters of credit, the capital could be, uh, victims of fraud. Yeah. Well, and I, I think you're right. It's it's not a a market shaking event, but because it's so unusual, the industry is looking at it with deep, deep scrutiny. Um, and and you think about a firm like Clear Blue, whilst they they have a lot of Vestu capacity, I think Vestu uh, pledged to, to support them up to a billion dollars in capacity um, over the course of this year. How much of that was deployed? And similar, it's, it's unclear still. Um, but they've they've been told by AMS that their rating is being reviewed. So I think part of them coming out and you you use reinsurance a lot of times to support your financial ratings and similar. So they have come out to say we are going to secure additional capacity. We are going to ensure that we are stable. Like they're getting it. They're getting out in front of that, partly to protect the rating that they've secured. And this this risk that probably no one considered was a possibility that these LOCs might not in fact be providing the capital that they want. So it's it's certainly a strange one. Um, there's a lot of words being thrown around around how much people knew, what sort of procedures were being skipped, was there fraud? I don't I don't know if the evidence yet proves any of that out. It, it could be just you know something being mismanaged or someone not having gone mm -hmm. through the checks or not being aware the checks should have existed or similar. but the concern I think in the industry or the people who are involved with it are looking at it going, what are the checks and balances that we ensure, you know, exist to guarantee that LOCs, regardless of the bank, again, they're using the fact that this is China construction bank mm. as the sort of initial scapegoat here. But I think there's raised concern and there will be raised diligence in all ILS, I think going forward, just saying 
just these are the criteria we have for the banks and this is how we're going to evidence and I think you're going to see an increased scrutiny. And I think there'll be unfortunately a few sort of other parties that pick up a bit of contagion here indirectly and might not be affected themselves but perhaps if you're a broker for example who recommended Mm. using capacity that ultimately turned out to not be as stable as you thought it was I that's not going to be a great look for you going into the next renewal when it comes to trust etc likewise if you find out your insurer relies on that capacity there's a a questioning of judgment that may happen there so I yeah not something that anybody's keen to be closely associated with or involved in but yeah hopefully more details will emerge soon and we'll have a clearer picture and make sense of it all on an upcoming news update yeah I I would be shocked if this sort of resolves itself over the next month or so. It feels like it will be something that they continue to dig and uncover. We've been slowly trickling out other firms that have been impacted or had secured capacity this way um, on a couple of their programs. So they're all going to be talking about the the impact it's had on their book, the exposure that they faced, the, the other sort of routes they took to plug those gaps in their program. You know, what did they do to say, well, if we had 20% was here, we have now secured that with insert reinsurer, A-rated reinsurer here. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think you will get more, more and more people talking about the proactive approaches that they took. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's certainly you, it's it's very clear why this was the story of July. Um, and we'll see whether it's also the story of August and keep you posted. So until the next news roundup, stay tuned. I'll bring my glasses next time. Yeah, exactly. Do 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 do. See you then. <laughs> Bye.